Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining me, as always, is your co-host, Jim. Jim's not here right now. What? No man, Jim? Yes. No, no, it's like a Cheech and Chong. It's like I, I, thought, right I thought we were starting a bit. I thought we were like kind of do it like a. Like a okay. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever watch Cheech and Chong's? Uh, Dave's not here, which, man. Uh, when I, when I, I, I am Dave, man. Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> man, I watched. Dave. I saw those as a kid, and I didn't get it. And then I just haven't watched them since. Uh, I didn't understand them. I also go, joining us is your co-host Spaz. Hello. And your co-host Hunter. Hey man, it is Dave. <laughs> it is Dave. These are the days. These are the days I know. Uh, the days of your lives. So, so folks, I want I want to first apologize. I have not put up the MP3 for last week's podcast yet. I've been. I just. It's this new paradigm. I just. I'm not fully adjusted yet. So I will put it up. Both. I'll put up that that last one and this one this week. Um. So I apologize for that. There's been some big news. Let's let's dive into that real quick. Some big news over the last few days. First, uh, Kerbal Space Program Two. Holy crap! Didn't see that coming. With multiplayer. Holy. Like in, integrated multiplayer. Like integrated multiplayer. Like wow. Far too good to be a Kerbal game, though. It's like <laughs> I like my Kerbal shit cartoony, and that's like. Bordering on multiple. you don't want your you don't want your RTX ray traced Kerbals is that is that not what you you don't want like super realistic Kerbals whatever the hell that these is aren't, these aren't the Kerbals <laughs> we're looking for apparently not they, they, sh- they should have KTX Kerbal tracing KTX now, <laughs> if they if they could make it where it's more of like I don't have to build anything just give me like a game with things to do I'll be very happy because I'm dude RTX it, Minecraft looks legit. But really? I think that it's going to unfortunately be the Windows Store client, not the Java one. Oh, I have That's no idea. Really uneducated opinion. I have no idea. None. Um, so that's the big news. The other big news is Everspace Two was also announced at Gamescom yesterday. And yeah, that's not such big news. It'll be big news like in a year. Well, they're, they're both coming out next year. That's the thing. Then neither of them is due this year. Um, but the big deal with, uh, the big deal with Everspace 2 is it's eschewing, uh, the roguelike, uh, the roguelikeness of the original for a quote unquote open world, um, format. And they they put out a 20 minute video of one of the devs playing it and it looks amazing. Oh my God. It's like everything I liked about the first, but with like progression that actually feels like something. Like after a while, like, I love roguelikes, but for after a while, the first game was like, I have to do this again. Uh, okay. I beat it after dozens of runs. Yeah, and I it, know you did. It took it took like thirty something runs for me to to finish it, and most of those were successful. <laughs> That's a lot of runs. That's a lot of. It runs. is, it is, but then that's the the roguelike experience. If you're not going to do a lot of runs, it's not a roguelike. It's just a game with meta progression. I, I know, 
I know, but after a while, it was just like, uh, I'd rather not do this. I'd rather do a little something else, something a little different. Um, and it's not to say I dislike the game. It's like I just saying I really like the direction the new one's going in. I'm very excited about this open world concept. Very excited. Agree. Um, and uh, privateer like games. <laughs> Well, we I mean, that as a term instead of like roguelike, it's privateer like. I I wish that was a thing. It, I would uh, love it. Well, well, one game doesn't make it a thing. Um, really, one is one exceptional three, game. game. Well, what are the other? Well, wait, we got that, and we got okay, what? So you got you got Everspace. You have um, what's that called? Rebel Galaxy. I think that's out now. I've heard of it. And then uh, there's uh, uh, Starpoint Gemini 3. 3. Yeah. Which is, uh, what, early accessing soonish? I hope so. I'd play the hell out of that. Yeah, there was some word about it, but I don't remember specifically when. It's it's like early access soonish and then full release, like, like March of 2020. The, the, thing of- that, that, the thing that broke me, though, on the Everspace deal is it's like early mm. access starts in a year and then it'll be done yeah. a year after that. So 20, oh, 20, that, 21. I'm okay with well, that. To be fair, they did that with Kickstarter too. After the Kickstarter, it was uh, the closed beta and then they did early access and then release. Yeah. But then they said, Oh, but we've been working like five years on this game. And it's like, okay, that's cool. I well, given, that. given how, how big it looks like it's going to be. I'm it's, not looks surprised. So it's it looks really large. huge. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. Uh, was there any other big news out of Gamescom? I know they're talking about some Homeworld thing for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, as we record this. Oh, yeah. oh new right. Startopia, new Startopia. It's, not, it's a different developer. It's not Mucky Foot. I don't even know if Mucky Foot exists anymore. But uh, Starbase Startopia, I think it's called, right? Yeah. Or or space space, uh, Startopia. Yeah, space space. But yeah, I was overjoyed to see that because I really liked the first one. Oh yeah, it's, it's just a lighthearted. Uh, it's so great. Weird game. It's also I a hard game. It's a hard. Eventually ends though. Hmm? Startopia. I was like, it, dude, in Startopia, I'm like thirty levels in, and there's still tutorial in me on stuff. <laughs> it never became like, here's the sandbox, do it. Like, here's an objective, just do it. It was it was constantly like, oh, now you need to build four of these. Hey, look here, now you can build this thing and go do. You know, it was like micromanaging me too much. It, it should have just been like, okay, now you've unlocked all this new shit. Here, here's a space station, and you need to accomplish this. See you in a bit, right? And it, and it never did that for me. Uh, I was just like, oh my god. So I never got to the very end, but I figure like. 30 levels in, I was really weary of that tutorial. Well, classic design sensibilities. I, I suppose the new one will probably issue that in favor of modern design. Probably. I, I, I mean, you go, back, you go back to an old game and you're like, why did you do it this way? <laughs> oh my God. Every, dude, every time you say issue, I'm going to say Gesundheit. That's a new thing. I'll take it. Fair. It's it's fine. It's it's a good word though. 
The shoes. So the best thing, the yeah. best thing about GamesCon, yeah, was we got to watch Norman Reedus pee a mushroom. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? What? What happened? Did you okay, watch so so Death Stranding is a game by Kojima. It's uh, weird. It's bizarre. It's Death strange. Stranding. Yes. And it's yeah. got it's got real actors like you know, playing different roles in it, like Norman Reedus. And in it, he goes to the bathroom, and while he's going to the bathroom, it grows a mushroom on the ground. It's yeah, crazy. but but after that, Kojima's like, but remember, this is a connected open world game where it's it shares data, like all the players. It's kind of like Eve or Elite Dangerous, how there's a background simulation. You're playing single player but there's a background simulation. So it's tracking like collectively what all the players are doing. And he's like, you know, if everybody pees on your mushroom, something magical might happen. Oh my God. Lindsay Wagner's in it. Oh yeah. Holy crap. It was initially listed as a PS4 exclusive and they took it off that list. So I guess it's going to PS4 and probably to PC after. Oh, goody. Rumors it's going to PC. Well, I mean, they took it off the PS4 exclusive list, so that opens it up to other platforms. It'll be Epic Store exclusive just to piss everybody off. Well, not everybody. Uh, I get it. I mean, but you know, you know the meme. Oh, by the way, folks, real quick technical note we're using a beta version of OBS tonight. Um, the release candidate and it's got a new feature where it will dynamically change the bit rate rather than drop frames. So hopefully that'll work and we won't have any drop frames on a Tuesday night. Just FYI. Um, Oh, there it goes. Are we dropping frames? No, it's lowering the bit rate. Whoa, it's doing it. It's It's making it happen. You guys. You're doing it, Peter. You're doing it. <laughs> oh, my God. So anything else? Out of, I, I haven't really been paying attention to Gamescom besides those two big space game announcements. Was there anything else you guys were excited about out of it? I don't know, man. After watching Norman pee a mushroom, I was stoked. That was... that was. Yeah, it'll I, I, be... Sorry. I was just going to say, it's going to be interesting to see... All right, not spacey, but uh, there is Yakuza Remastered. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, that. Today. You, you are disgustingly so excited a, about that. That's going to be a time release, right? Yakuza so, 3, 4, and 5. So 60 uh, bucks up front, you get the first game, and then you get the other two you get, after. Yeah, you get three now if you buy that bundle, and so then 4 like, and 5 as a release. That's kind of like how they did Spyro. So wait, 3, 4, and 5, What's what happened to 1 and 2? Oh, there are there is a; those are already out as oh, games. Okay. Those are the remaster for the uh, oh, for one and two. I see. And then I there's see. a collection with Yakuza uh, zero, one, and two. Oh my! Gosh. So there's two separate collections if you want to get them that way. Dear Lord! <laughs> yeah, I still, yeah. I still have to keep playing uh, zero. I got a bit into it, and then I was like, oh, I need a break. This is too much fighting. Um, but that was damn. That was an impressive thing. <laughs> Sixty bucks for all three games. Three, that's, four, five. That's pretty yes. good. And those are huge games, right? Like that. Like 
I've only played zero, Dozens but that's of hours. yeah. I've only played zero, but so far that seems yeah, like a massive they, they game. <laughs> what? Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so Brian, did you get to the part in zero where you have a chicken hmm. helping you to? No, but I will tell you one funny thing. Um, in this new game by the the by the um, what's her name? It's called Ashes of Oahu. It's made by Scott Brown and his company, Wormbite. Uh, the guys who did Jumpgate now are doing. Uh, uh, what game is that? Warp Nexus. You know the, that one? Uh, they're releasing yeah. this open world post apocalyptic Hawaii game with magic. And I got, I got to play a little of it. And the stealth mechanic in that game is having you turn into a chicken. It's amazing. Pretty sweet. It's great. The only thing is you got to be careful of wild dogs. So you can't like just walk around like a chicken all the time. But it's just the funniest thing when you turn yourself into a damn chicken. <laughs> it's, hey, speaking of turning into chickens, that uh-huh. reminds me of sheep. Of what? Which is uh, turning into a sheep. Uh-huh. Which is what happened whenever a wizard in in World of Warcraft would would uh, crowd control you, right? Really, transmorg, transmorg. Yeah. So I saw uh, some word somewhere where because WoW Classic is when like this month, next month. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the deal about the queue? They said they're they're only going to have like a ten thousand player queue for. The thing, so it's oh, is that oh, is that all ten thousand? And it's like, it's like, oh my god, talk me right out of even trying. Like, do you know what the wait's gonna be? It'll be like, I'll be in queue for like 48 hours just to see a server, and I'm gonna pay you 10 bucks a month for that. Mm, You'll start in the queue on Friday night, and you'll finally be able to play on Sunday morning. That's basically. They should just they should release an app so you can keep a track of your queue when you go out. Like, they should, they should oh, let about, people run <laughs> private servers. Oh wait, I thought they were going to do that. weren't they going to do that at some well, point? You can run a private server as long as you don't make any money on it, and they don't like mm. you. Don't advertise it. Don't make any money on it. You'll be okay. Keep it low. That's, okay. that's actually that's actually how a lot of uh, emulated MMO games run these days. Like they usually get left alone as long as they're not making money. Okay. Yeah, but they're bringing back the the like classic WoW experience thing. I didn't realize they were going to bring it back to the point where oh, I sit in a queue for an hour to get you know. It's like wow, that well, is now, historically well, accurate. They're adding, they're adding, they're adding region servers again. So it's kind of like if you if you're on the west coast, then you join west coast server. If you're on the east coast, you're on the east coast. So it's not like you know how it used to be. You'd pick a, a server right by name, and that was the server you're on. If you wanted to move your character to a different server, you had to pay a price to get it transferred over to that server. And then eventually they implemented the uh, the cross server thing. So it's just it becomes an instancing situation where you make a character and it doesn't matter what server it's on because you're not choosing, you just play the game. Um, 
Yeah, because it really doesn't anymore, but they're going back to the old way of doing it for this. Yeah, but, it, but are they going to do individual servers, or is it just like you join a region, and then you're locked to the region? The way, us? well, you... You you're the one who showed me the 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 the, na- the different names of the servers. So there's actually like eight different eight different servers that you play will be playing. Yeah. So apparently each server or region of servers is capped at ten thousand players at launch. And I'm just like, wow, that'll take two minutes to fill up, and then you know sit in the queue. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to be an early adopter. I do want to play it, but I, I'm not. No, guys, why? That's like giving them ten bucks for nothing. Why would you want to go back to playing an older version of World of Warcraft? Well, like, I don't, I don't understand. That's a very good question, Brian. So let me ask you this. Uh huh. Let me ask you this. Um, mm. Or actually, here's here's a good one. This is a better question for Spaz. Okay. Would you would you Spaz rather play Star Trek Online the way it is now, or Star Trek Online the way it was six years? Well, that's a good question. I mean, they've added a, a ton of content, um, but if I were to go back, hmm, good question. See, no, no. The the ca- the caveat here, Brian, is that. Whilst newer content, newer features, and newer quality of life things do get introduced as the iterations of the game go on, there are certain things and certain mechanics and certain ways of playing that players are fond of. And it's it's quite a testament to people wanting to play these these older versions of the game because when newer versions come out, some of that older content actually goes away. So, like, when, when Cataclysm came out, for example, it actually destroyed physical regions of the game. <laughs> oh, really? So, oh. Yeah, because it was a world-changing event, like, and you can't go back. So, like, um, you know, it's like with EVE Online right now. The developers took out the use of local chat and, and Nelson. Well, that, I don't want to play it like that. That's not an interesting like mechanic to the game that I want to play. Like, imagine being able to play on a server, you know, or or even other versions of the game that had other mechanics that I actually liked better. You know, you can't do that on newer versions of the game because it's a living world and it has to keep moving forward. I would argue that in some cases with Star Trek Online, there were certain things about like I would go back to pre free-to-play version of Star Trek Online. Like, that, that I thought Star Trek Online was a better game then, before it was free-to-play. Um, same thing with, like, WoW. I mean, you look at you look at just the storytelling mechanics. I think Burning Crusade and maybe even... Uh, what was the one right after Burning Crusade? I keep forgetting the name of it. Um, Wrath of the Liching, that's... So, like, Wrath of the Lich King was really, like, Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King was really lore-heavy in, like, the existing lore of World of War. And I think WoW has gotten to a point where they're really not making anything new or interesting. I mean, they're adding new content in forms of, like, islands that were always there, but just now all of a sudden are being, like, seen for the first time. Or It's like when they introduced Pandaria, and it was just like, what? There's a whole nother island that we didn't know about <laughs> since when? <laughs> uh, you know, shit like that. 
Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't know there had been that much um, change to the world. You know, I had no a idea. Lot. Oh, oh, dude! It was because oh, it was, it was like after five years or however long, they were just like, okay, people are bored of the same starting experience. So let's just destroy all that low level stuff and replace it with new stuff. And yeah, that was kind of the deal. Um, so they wrecked all the old zones and stuff and you know, added a bunch of new things, but it, it was kind of like people had a nostalgic thing about the old, but to me, it's the mechanics that changed that I miss because oh. it used to be, you had to be in a group. You had to get some friends. Okay. Like, you, have, a dungeon. you need a healer. You need a tank. You're hitting on it. You're hitting on it. You're hitting on it. So it's like Star Wars Galaxies. You had NGE and pre-NGE. You had like post-combat upgrade and and pre-combat upgrade versions of the game that changed the the dynamics of how the games are are played. The, you're hitting on it right there. That's that's it right there. Well, they blew the community part, right? Because it's like I don't need a group of friends that are on my server, and that's why having servers again is important. Because it's like, okay, there's a couple thousand of us and we're trapped in a server together. There might be millions of people playing the game, but the only people that really matter to me is these few thousand people, right? And then, because this is the the bottle that we live in, right? And then you get to know people because it's like, hey, this this guy, he's a good healer. So we'll take him because we're going to do the thing, right? And, you know, it, it's like reputation had a thing and you you would actually like make friendships and stuff because you would be in a guild that was, you know, but then they started making the game more and more solo player friendly because a lot of people were just like, Oh, you know, I don't want to do this whole guild thing, but I really feel bad that I'm missing out on this dungeon content that I can't do without a group of other people. So then they, they turned the difficulty way down and then also, said, all right, well, we're going to put like a, a dungeon finder in here where it's just like, you just say, okay, I want to be a tank and I want to play this dungeon. And then it'll find the rest of the people that you need for a group and throw you in the dungeon. No effort. Right. So at that point, it's like, well, as soon as I get to the level where I can do dungeons, I don't need to play the rest of the content anymore because I'll just grind right. dungeons till a max level. That's, that's exactly. Yep. 100%. Cr- Oh, I see. Okay. That, so this that... takes it back to the old, like, EQ-like days where it's like, you better know some people. Like, if you want to accomplish and it's, anything. You have to grind to level yourself up. Like, it's not... Like, if you want to level up, you got to go and start doing those stories and those quests. You better go collect those 20 pelts. You better go. <laughs> yeah, well, in current <laughs> WoW, I can get in there with a brand new character. Say, I get in at, like six or so by like 10 o'clock at night i'm probably like level 25 something like that i'm well on my way to 40 40 the game kind of changes if if i remember right because that's when you start unlocking like additional class abilities big time um but it used to be at launch was it 50 was the cap or was it 40 it was 50 i believe yeah okay so yeah 50 was the end game right well now in yeah, ten hours like, of playing. I can be like at the a, end game of the old game. That's right. how accelerated it's gotten. Right, and like now, I think the level cap is somewhere like at 120 or 130. I think it's 100. 
Jeez. Yeah, so they just give you the ability between the dungeon finder, uh, lowered difficulty. Oh, l- no penalty when you die, right? Dying used to be a bitch, and it, now not so much. You know, it's like, oh, you well, died. All right, well, teleport right back. And okay, I'm back. You know, let's do when back in the old days, you died and then you resurrected at a shrine somewhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you would resurrect at a shrine somewhere as a ghost, right? And you would have to hoof it back to your body as a ghost. And yeah, if you were like a 10 minute run away from your corpse, that's your bad luck, right? Like everybody else has got a deal while they wait. And anymore, it's just like, oh, he died. All right. Well, you know, 30 seconds, you're back. All right, cool. Let's, you know, continue on. So they've, they've taken like all of the difficulty out. And also with with like all the mods and stuff that are on it, and then they've incorporated the mods over time, so it's almost like playing a kind of like a one of those idle clicker games. You know, the the shit plays itself, right? It's just like there's a big arrow, like run over there, talk to this guy. All right, now run over here, kill this monster that's got a big arrow over it. You know, we'll we'll tell you exactly what to do, so you don't have to you don't have to know the world at all. And back in the day, it was like, oh, I have to kill these things. Where the hell do you find these? I've been wandering around for an hour, and I can't find these. And, you know, so you end up, like, on the wiki or reading the forums or something. Like, damn it, where do I find this thing? And now it's like, oh, I need this thing. You open the map, and there's a circle on the map. It's like, it's in this circle. Okay. Okay. So all the skill is out of the room and the lore, and you don't have to know the world. Yeah, I could play that game, get to max level, and have no memory of where I was because I never had to actually pay attention. I just like followed mm. the dots, you know, on the map and went place to place. It led me around by the nose. So I think it's going to be a a very good change for the people that miss having that sort of experience. The that's only good. thing that's kind of comparable to it anymore is Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. I don't like Final Fantasy fourteen because it does asinine stuff like. Well, first off, it it forces all that like cutscene stuff down your throat. Um, you have to play the story. I can't just go out and just be like, okay, I'm going to just pick whatever missions I want because it, character advancement is gated to story things. So I have to go and I have to sit through this cutscene. Really? Uh, I'm playing. Yep. That's and stupid. I'm playing with people, and then it's like, okay, you have to do this mission. All right. Oh, you can't join this mission because you're in a group. Oh shit! I gotta leave my group. All right, bye guys. And then I'm gone for an hour doing a mission. Uh, this is not good. So Can I, I'm, I'm not. A might I interest you in trying Lord of the Rings Online? You might like it. It doesn't do any of those things you're talking about. Do you still have to? Do you have to buy the expansion? Like if, if I want to no. play Moria or something? Uh, you well, you you will have to buy those. Uh, yes, but you can play. The base game has a lot of crap in it can play for like several dozens of hours before you even get to more. I I've played for hundreds some hours. I'm nowhere near Moria, you know? Yeah. So, so it's a huge yeah, game. The game. Boy, when that game came out, it was revolutionary. It was, it was like, I've never seen a game this good looking. It still looks great. Really they just, they just, it looks, did they, they just launched facelift recently. They just launched their 64 bit launcher. 
I love the MIDI like portion of the game with the bards and stuff like that. That crack. Oh God, yes. There's whole there's whole YouTube videos of like bands playing mm-hmm. music in the yep. game. Oh, yeah. You can you can download these files and then play them through the game if you're a bard. So you you know, could, the thing I didn't dig in that game is there, well, because of the lore, right? Like Gandalf is Gandalf, but there was no proper wizard kind of thing. There is no. Uh, no, there really isn't. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's the lore no, master, but they're it's not, not really a wizard. No. Yeah. I've played. A, my So far, the ones I've enjoyed the most are Hunter and Bard. Bard is great because when you play a guitar and do damage to someone, it's hilarious. It's like. Eat my music. It's great. Yeah, I used to play a bard. It's fun. It's still a lot of fun. I still play it. It's like one of my, um, God, I can't think of anything to play games. I need something just to relax. I'll just do a bunch of, I'll just do a bunch of quests and there's so many quests. Yeah. They, they kind of backed the difficulty down on that game a lot too, but I think it kind of needed it to some degree. Cause I remember like whenever that game was new, we got in Merkwood, and it was like mm. you wake one of them giant trees up, and you're screwed. Yeah, you can you solo not. now. You can solo now yeah. fairly easily, which is nice. Um, which is all I do. I I've been in a group like twice in the hundred some hours I played it. No, <laughs> you you are the problem demographic here. So we do have a topic to talk about tonight. It's a it's a it's a loose topic because I've been having trouble coming up with topics. Um, but we had like several big releases lately. Like last week, in the last couple of weeks, we had Age of Wonders Planetfall, which is amazing. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, which is amazing. Um, God, there was another it's one. All right. <laughs> uh there were like a few big really. Oh yeah, Ion. Well, Ion Fury came out. That was supposed to be a big release, but now nah, there's some drama around it. So, uh, um, but yeah, there have been a lot of big games coming Wait. out these last few weeks. Why is there drama around that game? Because uh, I thought the drama was like the name stuff, which they changed the name. So what? I- no, apparently uh, the. Um, I don't like talking about stuff like this, but just real quick. The uh, developers were caught uh, with saying transphobic comments on their Discord, right. and uh, and people got upset. And they have since Not apologized, sure. but it's one of those: are we apologizing because we got caught, or are we apologizing because we really are sorry? So it's a weird thing. Um, yeah, it's I'll, not. I'll have to look. Judge it's for myself. It's it's yeah. it's different than the whole Apex Legend thing where the where a guy from Respawn called players uh, asshats and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, but did you did you watch Travis's stream where he read the comments? Oh, oh, players are asshats. Oh they yeah, are no, they are. You're absolutely right. I, right. folks, you there's you a didn't say anything if you air quote gamers. Yeah, you say. Yeah. Any, detracting thing you want i mean we're not that and most people aren't no. that but the people that are out there that that, that leave those comments and whatnot gamers, it's like geez could you stop and guys? i say that it, could you I, stop <laughs> anyway yeah um so getting back on topic there are a lot of games coming out lately uh it's just been this year especially i don't know it 
it feels like last year felt like crazy with all the releases, and this year feels even worse. Like not worse, but worse in maybe. a good way. Worse in a good way. It's just so crazy. Uh, just so many games coming out this year, and so I wanted to talk about not only how you man, not only how we manage uh, all these releases coming out, like. How do you deal with choice paralysis? Like, I don't know. I want to talk about that first because this is something I run into a lot. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about this. Do you ever like look at, because on my screen right now, I've got my uh, GOG Galaxy 2.0 up, which guys, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not aware, the new version of Galaxy is going to be, they're striving to be a universal launcher. They uh, integrate stuff, not just from GOG, but... Steam, Origin, Epic, Uplay, even Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, so you can see how many games the, you have. The, the the thing I want to point out about that real mm-hmm. quick is it's got official Xbox integration, which is pretty like, great. The, the the other the other the other integrations are like they integrated it, but like they the official integration is actually like like Microsoft worked with them. Here's a weird thing, though. I've got a few... I've got, like... I've got... Mm, I think there's the only... Maybe there's the only installed games I have? No. I, I got. Mo- I have more Xbox games, but it only shows these two for some reason. It's still in a beta. It's still, like, for some reason, it's still in a beta. But as I, w- as I was trying to show you, I have... Uh, just through Just through these services... Over 4,200 games, which is not a bad problem, but do you guys ever, like, look at something like this, like your library on Steam or GOG or whatever? It's like, I want to play something, and you look at this, and you're like, oh, God, what? What You can spend more time looking than you do playing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then, like, you can use a tool like this to sort through. It's like... I don't know, no, I don't know. And then you might use, like, have you guys ever used one of these tools, like, spin the wheel, and we'll pick something at random from your Steam library. And then you do that, it's like, I don't want to play that. Spin again. I don't want to play that. Spin again. I don't want to play that. So, do you guys run into this problem? And if so, how do you deal with it? You know, when I was your age, we called that (laughs) spin the bottle. They probably still do that. They probably still do that parties, as kids. Which is something you kids don't understand. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even do land parties as a kid. I didn't even do that, I would ch- which I now regret. Okay, let's, that's, actually, that's actually a good... You know, I, like, quite seriously, back in the day, land parties helped curtail that option down. Because it was like, well, what does everybody have? Well, we all have... Yeah. Packs. Okay, that's what we're... We're not playing anything else. That's it. That's a good. That's a good point. Like when you get a except for Bobby of- over there who can't get on the same page. Bobby. Yeah, and we used to have <laughs> to know people, but now we have like Tinder. <laughs> they, they should it, have that like li- like land mm. land party friend finder. You know, it's, it's like oh, your computer sucks. Swipe. <laughs> it's actually not a bad idea. I mean, I guess there are services that already do that. Like, I guess Game Ranger kind of does that and whatnot. Um, (laughs) AC Wraith and Twitch is saying, I end up watching anime instead of making a game decision. (laughs) 
Yeah, but was it full Hell, of Hell, I do girls? both. <laughs> I mean, I'll take cat girls over a game any day. But now, apparently... With cat girls? Yeah. I'm, that's how I make my decisions. Now, here's AC Wraith's solution, which I cannot do. He plays Warframe and one other game. That is what he does. Like, I can't There's do that. There's a lot that. of people that do that. <sighs> I can't limit well, myself. Kind of like for, they have their game, right? And Well, see, see, for a while, that was what I was doing with, with Eve. Like, mm-hmm. I had, in my mind, made up made it up that, like, this was going to be the game that I'm And I will occasionally play something else. I will occasionally, like, indulge some other stuff and play with whatever, but. You know, if I'm going to come home and relax and do something, I know what it is, and I'm just going to stick to that because I have way too much other stuff in my bank. But, um, you know, as as of recently, um, you know, I've decided that I'm not going to do that anymore because I've got, you know, other real-life stuff that I need to focus on, so Eve's going to take a back burner. But I've got, you know, plenty of other games that I can just choose from. I think... I think honestly, you know, even with the large backlog that I have, I think I've made up my mind that I'm just going to play the new stuff that I have. Like work my way through yeah. that, and if I have time, I can hit up the the old stuff that I haven't gotten to yet. Which is why, like, you know, I I got so into Wildlands and so into Watchdogs right. and Watchdogs too, because they had a lot of linear progression, right? Like they had an actual story that I could sit there and play. You know, and, and it's hard for me to pick up something like, say, Star Wars Battlefront 2 and enjoy it because I don't want to come home and get stressed out by the ridiculous multiplayer. You know, when, uh, yeah, right. You know, to you know, tie into some discussions earlier today in our Discord, I guess. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it is it is an interesting thing to to I, you know, like. Like in years past, unless you were deliberate in keeping stuff and 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 maintaining a collection, for example, if you were like me, you know, there was periods of time where you bought an N64 and then you sold that N64, and then maybe years later you bought another N64 and a couple <laughs> games, and then you sold it again, right? Okay. Like you never actually held on to. Um, some of these things for long periods of time, especially if you're someone like me who moved around a lot and still kind of does from time to time. Right. But you see now with everything that is digital, like everything's digital, you don't have to worry about physical copies and you're not reselling your old games anymore, typically not. You're looking at this library and you're like, what the shit? What am I doing? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. yeah so sometimes, you know, and sometimes it's it's kind of like that. Like sometimes you you go to the library and you get a book and then you don't read it. And or you are you 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 buy something and you think you're going to whatever, you know, but you never get around to it and it just kind of sits. Well, it's like, kind of like it's kind of like your Netflix queue, right? Like sure. you go in there and like how many oh, movies God. did I go past and say, "Oh, someday, here, I'll put that on the list cuz wish right. list in it." I'll add that to my watch list and, and I'll never and yeah. it's like, "Oh, geez. Right. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's the same thing though. I was gonna say like I do have books that I've bought that I'm like, well, this looks good. I'll read this. Uh, it's been ten years and I still haven't read that book, but I haven't gotten rid of it either. But you see, that's the kind of interesting thing is I could if I wanted to, and then I wouldn't have to think about it anymore. But like the, you know, we we've had an we had another interesting discussion, and 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 this is always something that keeps coming up from time to time is. It's the Gandalf meme of, I have no memory of this place. You pick up a game mm. you haven't touched in a while, and you're like, what was I doing in this RPG? Like, every time I load up uh, 
oh, what is it? Fallout 3, right? I've never finished mm-hmm. a, fall, a, a single freaking Fallout game. I haven't, I haven't done it. And I pick up and I, I pick up Fallout 3 and I'm like, I have a save file. Like, I have, I have no idea what I'm doing in this game anymore. Yeah. I, so that's, I, and yeah. that's why, well, and that's why I was saying, like, if I, if I, if I pick up a game, I'm just going to pick up, like, if I pick up a new game, if I, if I start it, I've got to finish it through or else I, I'm not going to. And so I haven't oh. anything new going forward. Is that a new thing? Yeah, like, so, is that, is that new discipline you're at, you're, you're forcing upon yourself? Is that like this a new, is new thing? discipline that I've been working on over the last mm. couple of years, and it kind of okay. started with it kind of started with Watch Dogs, um, Watch mm. Dogs Two, uh, Wildland. So the 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 Ubisoft games, I guess, is if you want to call it that. They make so, <laughs> wonderful. They make wonderful games. I mean, they really make um, these great open like, world games. As bad as as bad as Andromeda was, like I went through all of Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, just because I wanted to finish through a story, you know, and, you know, with an MMO, it kind of has no end. And especially something as open-ended as Eve, I'm just constantly getting sucked into, like, maintaining something in there that's at some point going to be fruitless. And so there is mm. no end. And that, that, to me, I think, I just had a lot of things to think about, like, over the weekend with this. It's insanity. It's it's a constant circle of insanity with that game, and I've I've decided to pull back on that. So that's my long tail, my long form. So I'm gonna like shut well, up and let you guys. Well, as you as you were saying about like returning to a game that you left in progress, and then you try to remember what the hell you know, like how how do I play this? What was I even doing? Uh, that takes me back to the MMO thing again, like go pick up a WoW character that's like level 70 that you haven't seen in four or five years. And then you yeah, try to remember you, what the hell those correct. buttons even do. And it, I do have, always, I do have, I do have like a level, like 110 character or something like that. And I'm just like, I don't even, yeah, it's like I, I pick that up and then it's like, Oh God, I got to start a new dude. So I can like, like uh, re onboard myself into this game and I'll play him up to like level 20 or something. And then it's like, okay, all right, I got it again. And then I can go mess with my, but it's just like, you get so many abilities that are spread. You know, it's like, I got three hot bars with 10 things in each. And I don't know what none of this stuff does. And, you know, in, in order to play a game like that, well, you have to get your rotation, right? It's like, these are the things that I do in what order, and just gone. Like I had that, uh, Joan got me back into final fantasy and I picked up my black mage that was like level 60 or something. It was just like, I got nothing. I don't Cause there's a thing with the black mage where it's like, you have to cast like fire spells and then you flip what element you're doing and then you charge up ice and then you flip your element and then you can, and it's just like, I, I can remember that you do that, but I couldn't get the cadence of it. Right. And it took me like, days of screwing around with that old character to actually get to the point where I felt like I was back, you know? So, yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like you pick up any game, you know, except for tie fighter. I will never forget how to be amazing (laughs) in tie fighter. Tie fighter is pure muscle memory at this point. It is dude. Like I was, I was, cause we got it running. Uh, Hunter and I both got it running. It I got mine at like twenty five sixty by fourteen forty with the three D acceleration and like all all the bling, right? Wow. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it, it's just like it doesn't look like a modern game or anything, but it looks a hell of a lot better than it has any right to, and it plays <laughs> smooth as butter. 
So it's just like, all right, TIE Fighter, I'm back. But I'm playing this thing, and I don't have to think about, like, oh, what key do I transfer power? What key yeah. does this? What key does that? It's just like I don't ha- I don't even have to look at the keys because the w- and it's been a long time since I played Tie Fighter. Like I dabbled with it or whatever, but it's been since like the early two thousands, like two thousand, two thousand one, something like that. Yeah, um, and I just don't have to think about what I'm doing. I can just play yeah. that game like I never stopped. I just finished it. Oh, finally, it only took about five years <laughs> and about fifty entries. Um, the one key I couldn't remember was the boost. You know, when you have the missile boat and you got that boost thing, uh-huh. which is the only ship yeah, that has it. So it's like, why am I going to remember that one key? You know? Yeah. Well, I think a, a lot of games that we get in our backlog are like games that we think is going to scratch some itch. You know, it's like there's a deficiency in my gaming where I wish there was a game that was this and a, a game comes out and it seems to be kind of like it has the promise of scratching that itch and it doesn't quite hit it or it's like it does, but then there's so there's other flaws in it that make it kind of irritating. So it's not really a satisfactory thing. It didn't solve the problem. Right. Um, you know, and, and then like something else comes out that scratches a different itch. So then we drift. Right. So, yeah, except like with with uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw that I I have wanted to go back and play a privateer kind of game hmm. for a long time, and it's there. You know, it's just like I don't need another one of these until I'm done with this. Yeah, you know, it's, but I just need games, more of this. I need just, more of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because a, a lot of games you'll get them and you're just like, oh man, this is like half the puzzle right here. It does the it does this thing that I really needed, but man, there's these other things from that other game over there that I kind of wish that it did. And playing oh, this game, yeah. think about that game. So let me go play that game, right? Because you ever get that? Like you're playing, I know you do. Uh, mm-hmm. You're playing one game and you're thinking mm-hmm. like, man, I ought to be playing this other game, right? <laughs> and just ping pong around. That's why I stopped playing then, Stellaris. Because every time I played yeah. Stellaris, I'm like, I could be playing Distant Worlds and having a better hey, time. I I know what will get you back playing Stellaris. If you go over to Lover's Lab, there's a they've to what? Put out. They've Lover's Lab. Don't go there. Uh, uh, that's the place that makes like porn mods. Oh, and and I heard I haven't looked, but I heard that there's a porn mod for Stellaris now. Which are, are all the cool. are all the ships penises? I mean, I how? No okay, now I got to go look. How would that even? Um, <laughs> How would that even work? What? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> it's probably better if you don't ask. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably shouldn't know. I'd probably be happier if I just have no idea. <laughs> but Spaz, you play a lot of games. How do you, like, do you ever deal with choice paralysis? Or are you, do you have a much better, clearer vision of what you want to play? Uh, it happens at times, but for me, I try to focus on one game at a time. I try to, mm-hmm. but I balance that with whatever game we're playing for the Thursday. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'll I'll be uh, diving back into Pulsar either tonight or tomorrow, since that right, is our, right. our next one. And I'm hoping that I can advance the save a little bit, so that when we jump back in, we're not too far uh, behind from where we were right. last time because I don't want to have to start all over again. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good oh, point. we've done that. 
Right. No, and it's still fun. We have done that pretty much still, every time. Yeah. It's but, still fun. Yeah. But in cases like that, when there's something for the land party, always throw that in usually the day before, if not earlier, and try to advance a little bit so that we're not going into a cold and uh, have some progress so that we're not just, oh, I don't know, with like a, a good example would be Streets of Rogue. Because I had taken the time to dive back into it before our last session, I was able to kind of say, okay, well, these are some things you can do that you probably didn't know you could do. Right, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I, for me, I wish I could do that. Like, I see people playing through one game and finishing, and it is so rare for me to do that. Like, I, I meet very few games that compel me enough to do that, which... Why do I keep finding... Galaxy Outlaw is the latest. Yeah, but it's... Before that, it was Titanfall 2. Like, three years ago. Right. You know? Uh, Oh, no, Borderlands 2, we finished that. But that was the thing. We forced forced ourselves to finish that. (laughs) You know? Yeah, that that was... It was good. It was good. It's just that that finishing games is just not something we do just from the, the way that we stream. This is kind of one thing I'm happy about doing this daily streaming I'm doing. It's going to kind of force me to focus a bit more on games and maybe finish them. You know? Like, I got farther in Far Cry 2 the other day than I had ever gotten. (laughs) And it was amazing. (laughs) And I can't wait to play more. Um, Yeah, Del Barry on YouTube said... "Do." He finished Doom 2016 today. I still haven't finished that one. And it's the first game he finished in years. That's, yeah, like, I think few. I wonder if fewer and fewer people are finishing games. You know? It's possible with the way that, that so many games are being released every single month. Yeah, month, the, day, the day. Paralysis. Every single day. Holy crap. Every single day, like, Dozens of games are coming out. You look at that new. You look at that new Steam list, and you're like, Jesus! <laughs> How does anyone I mean, keep granted, up with this? Granted, I, I finished Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. You know, it was about seventy or so hours by the time I finished the story because mm-hmm. I was taking my time with it. Right, and I've started a second run as a platypus only run, just because I want to actually prove it can be done. I believe it can be done, and I'm glad you're trying it because it should be done. Because they worked hard to they and they said you can finish the game in a platypus if you really want to. So I, I'm glad someone is. Uh, I'm glad something. Uh, I'm glad you're uh, working toward that because that is a very noble yeah. goal. <laughs> there, there was a comment uh, that if you're not playing on old school, that's not impressive. To which I say, well, I am a legally blind gamer. I have been all my life. The mm-hmm. fact that I am a gamer at all should be impressive. If it's not, mm-hmm. fine. Agreed. Agreed. But also, no. screw you. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, yeah Pap- Papageno on YouTube says there's something to be said for picking something and sticking with it. Yeah, I, I just don't feel like I'm usually capable of that. You know, and, and yeah, I'm I've one- had games I've played forty something hours in, 
got distracted by other games, come back to it, and I was like, where the hell am I? Uh, what was I doing yeah. here? What I quest think, was I on? I think I've I started to start over. I think I've started Dragon's Dogma three times for that very reason. <laughs> like, I'll play like five or ten hours, I'll be like, this is great, and then, oh look, something shiny. Oh look, Dragon's Dogma is installed. I should go back and play that. What's going on? I don't know. Who are you people? <laughs> you know, it's got... What, is, what are those things called in that game where you have the buddies, but they're not like full pawns. people? Pawns, yes. Like, who are you what, Who are you pawns? I don't understand any of you. Uh, what's going... Why are you here? So, that that's an example. Like, that game is amazing. And yet, I've, I've restarted it multiple times because it's like, ooh, shiny, shiny, shiny. Wait, I'll come back to this because this is good. Oh, my God. Del Barry in um, Del Barry in YouTube said he almost finished Daggerfall. I don't know if I know anyone who's ever actually finished Daggerfall. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Elder I didn't Scrolls. Think there was a finish of Daggerfall. There probably. I think there is. I think you have to find. Uh, you have to find the murderer of the king of Daggerfall. And I think once you solve that mystery, that finishes the main that's finished. But it's like any other Elder Scrolls game where it's like, hey, here's a billion other quests over here in these woods. By main yeah, storyline. So, which ties in <laughs> greatly to our, our whole game thing, right? It's like too many games. Daggerfall is too many quests. Oh my it's god. The same problem. And, and, then and you del- get quest paralysis where it's like, okay, I need to delete half the shit out of my quest log just so I can figure out which one I need to do. And and Del Barry picks up pick, says a uh, says a good point. Those dungeons are ridiculous in Daggerfall. Uh, folks, if you've never I like played the ones Daggerfall, where you fall through the floor. <laughs> folks, if you've never Everyone. played a dungeon, if you've never played a dungeon in Daggerfall, they're not only massive, they're fully 3D. Uh, I think they're randomly generated, so they're fully 3D. They make no sense. They can they can sometimes curve back on each other. It's it's super easy to get lost and never find your way out. Like um like uh well, there was a teleport spell in Daggerfall that I always strive to learn so you could like put down a beacon or something at the entrance of the dungeon. <laughs> you know? And then like get lost, get lost, get lost. Yeah, yeah, something like, like that. Go down there and don't even care about where you're at cuz you don't have to hoof it back. Have you played around with the Daggerfall uh, Unity? Unity? Yes, thing? it's great, did you see, dude. Did you see it, the enhanced graphics stuff that one of the guys is working on? It's no. Oh, let me find you a picture, folks. If you haven't played Daggerfall, it really is. I think twenty-two years later, it's still the best Elder Scrolls game. Um, it's just a, such an impressive feat. Uh. Now, Papageno, a couple people bring up a couple of interesting points. Papageno says all of this is down to FOMO, fear of missing out, which may be true in some cases. Like, I know a lot of people buy the most recent game because they want to be part of the conversation. You know, they want to be like, they want to play it while people are still playing multiplayer, for example, or they still want to, you know, be, you know, like, oh, everyone's talking about this. I got to be part, I got to talk with them, you know. They want to be part of that new conversation, um, but I think, I think with me it's different. With me, it's like 
I'm always chasing that dragon. Like, I'm always like, I, I get, for me, it's like, back in the day, I would ride my bike to, it's, what? Is that like that South Park episode, Heroin Hero? <laughs> yeah, kinda. Kinda. Uh, Jason catch, me, catch me, I might you. Come catch me, catch me. But in in my case, at least, it's it's accurate. Like I always think back to the time when I would ride my bike to Egg to Newegg, like when they actually had no, to Egghead Software when they actually had physical stores, and I would buy Sentinel Worlds Future Magic, which was this amazing top down role playing game, and then I. On the on the bike ride home, that's all I could think about was opening the game, reading the manual, playing the game. You know what I mean? Like, and then you played the game and lived up to the expectation, you know. And it's like I want that again, and that doesn't exist anymore. You know, like when you can buy a thing and just play it right there. There, what's the anticipation? And so it's like, why am I still chasing this? I don't know. You know. <laughs> I have no I idea. The other part of that, the other part of that is the thought in the back of your mind. I will make time for that oh, eventually. Yes, yes, and like, that is the hook mm-hmm. that keeps yeah. that dragon being yeah. chased. Because you always think you're going to have more time eventually. But oh God, I if know the backlog is growing by a dozen games a year. Even that may not be enough time. <laughs> And and the way that bundles get sold or uh, free games get given out, like on the Epic Store, for example, those are great games often. Um, I mean, Year Zero was given away recently. Yeah, that's a fantastic yeah, that- game. Subnautica, my God, you know, they're they're giving away. Yeah. Like, and you can buy games in bundles for next to nothing. And it's like, I'm going to make either – it's either I'm going to make time for this or maybe this is the one. Maybe this is the one game that will give me that that same feeling, that same feeling of riding my bike home with a game in my backpack, you know, like maybe maybe this will be the one that gives me that feeling, you know, that taps into that same part of my brain that Starflight did or whatever back in the day. And so, like, I have 4,000 games here. I'm sure 3,000 of them are great, you know? 3,000 of them are probably fantastic. And 1,000 of them are probably crap. There's no way I'm going to ever play all of these in my lifetime. Ever. And yet I keep one more for some reason. And so it's like, why? Why do you keep... Because well, it's mean, there? Part, part of that is because of our streams. <laughs> well, yeah. But, yeah. But the other part of it, obviously, is that... that Back of your mind, maybe that's going to be the one. Maybe that's going to get the time it needs, the time it deserves, and will never get, or may never get. So I guess that is a thing about a game having a good hook, right? A thing, because the death of a game is that it loses your attention to something else, right? Whereas when you got something that you're just obsessively playing, it's just like, I'm going to come home and I'm going to play this tonight. Like I've been playing no man's sky solid for a week since that mod or since the, the patch dropped out and no man's sky before this, it just kind of lost me. I could put like, you know, five hours here or whatever. And 
yeah, no, this was like a lost weekend to no man's sky, like 12 hours a day. Just couldn't look away from it. So they did something, you know, it's like something finally happened here that, that made it stick. So that's, I think the problem, you know, it's like, uh, in a lot of games, this is a a bad problem with early access is a lot of games that are in development don't have their sticky thing yet. Right. So then people bounce off, it rolls down the backlist and it's like, eh, you know, and then you miss whatever got done. So maybe that's an advocacy for, uh, waiting till stuff is actually fully released and then patched up a bit. So, yeah, I, I, I try to have first half off sale or something. I, I try to avoid playing a lot of early access games for that very reason. Like I would love to dive into starborn or star sector right now, but I'm like, Nope, Nope, Nope. They're not done. (laughs) Hold off. Well, and I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of game purchases, especially the early access stuff, because it's kind of the reason for it, right? Is it's just like, I, I'm i not in love with this game, but I'm in love with the idea of this game. So mm-hmm. I need to get my hands on it and I'm, fire out. I'm in love and, with how this ge- with how I hope this game will make me feel. Yeah. yeah so, basically. So we're, we're hunting for, it's like, the, okay, this, this game might be the one that like provides a steady drip of dopamine. Oh no, it wasn't or, well, it's okay. But then I kind of like stopped getting reward from this at some point. So now I'm going to go change attention to something where I do get that sensation. So, right. Yeah. yeah it's so, just, yeah, it's, it's and a plus weird games thing. Are cheaper when they're completely done. Yeah. Truth be told. I mean, my God, it's so easy to get a lot of games now because they're on sale all the time. There are these big sales all the time. Like, I think Fanatical is having a big sale right now. GOG, I believe, is. Gamersgate is. Uh, So it's like games are always on sale. Always. There's never not a game that's on sale. Like, And there's almost always a game you want that's on sale. So I was like, hmm... It's the lowest price it's ever been. It's got good reviews. I should get it. Then I'll play it for five minutes and never touch it again. <laughs> because it wasn't that great. Or something. Or something else came along. It's just so weird. And usually it's not necessarily that it's not great. It's that something else came along and got your attention. And yeah. Then you, And then it sort of falls by the wayside and you never get back to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm look. So that is one nice thing about uh, this Google Galaxy. I mean Google, yeah, GOG Galaxy, is that I'm looking through my library. I'm like, there's a lot of stuff here that I apparently own that I would like to play, that I forgot I owned. <laughs> and that's another thing I think my pro- my particular problem is I'll look at a game like, ooh, that's fun, and I'll forget that I have a game that's very much similar to that one. <laughs> like, ooh, that that Assassin's Creed game looks fun. I still haven't finished like Far Cry Primal, for example. You know, it's like uh, or or what or uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, for example. But that ooh, Far Cry Five looks fun. Maybe I should get Far Cry Five. It's on sale. Like maybe I'll it play that. Fun. I know it's or, fun. Don't. Oh, it is fun. See, don't was, tell me. Don't thing. don't like, stop. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. It's fun. Now I'm gonna want to buy it. Dude, don't. The worst <laughs> is whenever it's multiplayer games. 
and mm-hmm. you have friends that are just as ADD as you are, and then they drag your ass through every game that collectively <laughs> those guys yeah. switch through. Oh man, I live that. Do you live that now, or is that a not, not so much currently? No, like I the communities that I'm in is kind of like a single game focus thing. Um, like like Arma but, for, and whatnot, yeah, yeah. But like back back whenever it was the Insomniacs crew, and we decided to start because it started out it was just Star Siege tribes, right? And the and they were the guys that made the IX mod for that, and you know, long history, right? Um, but then it was like, hey, let's play EverQuest. Oh, let's play dark age of camelot oh let's play everquest 2 oh let's it was like mmo of the moment right and for those very reasons every mmo was tragically flawed but (laughs) iteratively better than the previous one right oh god (laughs) that cycle didn't stop until like well into wow's fifth year or so like people just quit trying to compete with it so yeah So kind of a weird side point for me anyway is that when I play certain games I have this tendency to and I and this used to be the case when I was heavy into MMOs too is that for the guild or whatever community I was in I would be the walking wiki for the the group so people would just kind of expect me to either have an idea of what sort of hint they need or kind of be, um, you know, the, I could talk them through an area without actually seeing their map because I would know the area well enough. And I still do that a lot for, for certain games like the community for rebel galaxy outlaw or Genesis alpha one, whereas it turns out I'm going to be added into the, the credits for the game because I'm their walking wiki. So, that sort of thing still happens. I just don't do it for MMOs anymore. It's kind of a reverse problem to have that I am, I kind of get into that groove of, of knowing the game well enough that I can talk other people through. Oh, okay. Is that, is that, did, did you get tired of that? And that's why I really don't do MMOs anymore. No, I mean, MMOs, I just don't have the... the, Because I know that I will get back into that groove and other stuff is going to fall to the wayside. All the single-player stuff I have will fall to the wayside if I jump back into an MMO, so I don't do it anymore. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, So, what do you... Delberry brings up an interesting point I'd like to talk about. Um... He says at least he knows he's done with some games like Elite Dangerous. Like we all pretty, we mostly feel the same way about Elite Dangerous. When do you know you're done with a game? Like when do you know it's time to walk away? I was done with it until I reinstalled it and then started <laughs> dabbling around. That's a game I can dabble at and it's fun for a while, but I can't, it doesn't draw me back day after day like i have to go and grind more in that and like the more that games have gotten grindy i think they they depend more on that whole reward loop it has to be consistent and steady paced reward or people don't grind right so i I think if you're going to make a grindy ass game it has to succeed in that or don't 
That's fair. Yeah, because because uh, it's not. It doesn't take much for me to know I'm done with a game. <laughs> like there are a lot of games. Like I ghost games. That's the thing. I ghost games all the time. I'll be like, this is kind of fun, and then I disappear. Like so many of these yeah. games, if they had personalities, they'd be like, "What happened, dude? <laughs> Where'd you go?" Like I'm not texting anymore. Not I'm not calling anymore. Text. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting in touch anymore. But um, can you imagine if Star Citizen started texting you like Brian? Brian, why don't you return my? Exactly. So yeah, I I ghost a lot of games unintentionally, but like there are games where like I'll play it for. 20 minutes i'm like no screw this like with elite dangerous i knew i was done when i realized nothing i did mattered you know but that took hours that took many many oh my god guys cats are fighting again thank god for push to talk huh <laughs> you cannot hear the you cannot hear the oh my god they're jump they're, they're leaping on each other i don't know if they're playing or fighting both. Wow! Yes, did, did, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Wow! It, it's playing. Welcome to Cat Had enough, and then it's a fight that lasts about ten seconds. Okay, the other cat was about to walk. Okay. Oh my god! Hang on a second. Damn! Damn! That was crazy. So what can we do, like, what is, is there an answer to any of this? Like, can we try and choose a game and focus on that and finish it? Is that not the point? Because there are so many games to play now, you know, like, just do, just do what finds, just do what finds you joy. I mean, your steam backlog proves that video games do not cause violence because you would have killed half the city by now. No, but Mike does. Yes. Uh, no, in, in Los Angeles, traffic causes violence. That's, if anything else, it's the traffic. Microtransactions. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I guess there really isn't an answer for any particular gamer, I guess. Like, do what finds you joy. Just don't, just don't go to excess, I suppose. Yeah, I think there's no right answer in this case. Cause it's, really, it's I, I don't think there is, yeah. I think it's, gonna, it's more of a thing of just realizing like of the last 10 games that I bought, how many are, am I still mm. whatever with? Right? That's, that's, that's so really good. That's a good that, way to look at, at it. At that point, it's, it's kind of like get off the hype train, right? Cause the hype train is exactly this, right? It's like right. Get excited because this might be the one. And uh, it's like, just ease off the hype train. And uh, wait, I'm right? still so mad. I pre-ordered rage too. Cause it's not good. You you were really excited for that game. I was really so into it the first few it, days, and then you fell off. Right? It, it you just you start realizing like, wow, nothing I do matters. There are so many problems with this. Like it's well, like this world becomes very similar, right? Oh it's God, like, it's go so these guys go here, kill these. Guys. It's not even like like any game can boil down to that, but it's not even like. Fun like with Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, it's go here and kill these guys. But the go here and kill these guys is so satisfying, and you actually get like a good amount of money and a good amount. Of, you can get good loot to sell for better gun. Like, like the doing stuff matters. It feels 
inconsequential. The core loop is fun. Yeah, the core loop the is fun, and it feels like it matters. Whereas with Rage Two, it's like, okay, I just got some. I got. I just. I unlocked one power. Uh. <laughs> Maybe that's the new game review, right? Is like you're not allowed to review the game until a month after it comes out, and then the review score is how long did you play it before you were over it? It's like, mm. yeah, I got about 10 hours into this. So th- that game scores 10 hours, <laughs> you know, with, with me super subjective. Right. But it, it's just kind of like, well, aren't, aren't all reviews. It's like, Hey, if you like the kind of games that I do, yeah. then just be it known. I got about 10 hours out of this and then I was over it. I'm so, honest. I'm honestly glad on with steam reviews. Oh. I, I like Steam reviews, but I'm glad they showed well, the amount of hours played uh, yeah, for absolutely. each r- reviewer. And and I, I think there's a there's a big thing about the, the rule used to be right back in the day that it was expected if you if you had a game to review and you've got like two weeks to get your review in, you're expected to have if not completed the game. Put as much time you, as you can into it. You yeah, exactly. As hard as you could to actually experience as much of that content that you could get a hold of. So, in reading some of the Rebel Galaxy reviews, where there's people that don't even know how many ships are in the game and they're writing a review, right? And, and it's like the one guy, mm. like he he spends I don't know, like four paragraphs talking about how how rewarding and great this game is and how it scratches this itch of, you know, 30 years waiting and he can't think of any way it would really be much better. And then he gives it like a seven out of 10. And it's like, wait, what? what? (laughs) But then he's also in the same review. He's like, yeah, but there's only like five ships in the game. And, you know, and it's like, no, there's more like nine. So, you know, like you haven't played the game past. I, I'm still wrote, uh, so many people are like, people say there are nine ships. I'm only seeing five. It's like Bountiful Vista. There's a commercial for it. For God's sakes, go there. Jeez. Yeah, there's a commercial for it. The, it tells you in the tooltips. And if you talk to any bartender and ask for advice, there's a good chance they're going to give you a tip to go there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you and exactly. don't get there. Yeah, like I was trying to tell, there's the the guy with the goggles the other night, right? That was streaming the thing. Those goggles were amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> but he he was playing this thing, and uh, you know, I'm like, dude, go to Bountiful Vista, just go there. You know, it's 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 like in this system, like two jumps south of Texas, and and have fifty thousand have fifty thousand credits on hand. Yeah, basically. Now, can you can you can you screw that up? And because like the original offer is like one hundred and fifty thousand, and if you bite, yeah. you just lost one hundred and fifty thousand. But if you yes. say no twice, it goes down to fifty. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. two fifty at first, then hundred fifty, then drops to fifty. <laughs> okay, so so if you yeah. take the offer too soon, then it's it's like, oops. Yeah, in my first playthrough, I just took the first offer two fifty because I had it, and I was like, whatever. Oh, and it, and if I was listening to this show and I just found that out after having blown two hundred and fifty. Oh yeah. 000, I'm yeah, so exactly. If you're, if you're feeling it, you're entitled to it. Go ahead. Enjoy yeah. It. But Bountiful Vista, folks, get the ship dealer for Bountiful Vista and you'll get four more ships, which are all awesome. Um, so are they immediately right there or what? Because yeah. I haven't got to the ship no, no, dealer. You, gotta, you actually have a quest chain that unlocks the ship, in the ship dealer. Where yes. you are. Wait, yeah, you mean the this ship game dealer has content? Is, 
Seriously, it's not just randomly generated bullshit. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Now, I will say my favorite review has been the video review from Rock Paper Shotgun where it is stated that it is the Ice Road Trucker game of uh, of Flight Sims. Kind of, yeah. No, have you seen the review? It's it's no, amazing. I haven't. Okay, no, I'll, you got to watch an it. Exception I it. for them. I, I linked it, and it is it is great. Oh, really? Okay. Because <laughs> I I don't even watch that show, but the analogies listed in the review are spot on. Okay, so I need I need a fusion of Pokemon and Deadliest Catch. Can we get that? <laughs> um, I'm fishing for Magikarp in the Arctic. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I think we should wrap it up. Um, yeah, this is a good time to wrap it up. So, uh, folks, just a couple of quick programming notes. Uh, tomorrow on the stream, we're going to be once again trying to go through the campaign in Mech Warrior Three, unless it crashes again. Um, hopefully, it won't. But if it does, uh, Plan B is Mission Force Cyberstorm. So that's Yay. tomorrow. For our mech stream, I got it to run in a window because I didn't use the GOG version. <laughs> Can you run it in a window and actually upscale it, or are you just stuck? Apparently, you can. Apparently, you can. I haven't tried yet. I just got it running right before the show tonight, so I haven't tried that yet. But apparently, you can. Um, uh, it wanted to run in a full screen window, like a like a full. 1440p window before I turn that off. Um, but apparently you can tweak it so it'll run in a larger window, but I just haven't yet. Uh, let uh, me okay. hang on one second. I would honestly, uh, the guys who, when good old games, I, good old games has kind of run out of games, right? Like the old stuff to release. Have they had any good old stuff? Uh, I mean, like other than Cyberstorm and that, but anything like major recently that was noteworthy beyond those niche things or have they um, been, like, didn't they well? do, they did a uh, Warhammer fire warrior a little while back. Oh God, they did. Yeah. Ooh, I keep meaning to get it. I keep meaning to get it. Yeah, I know. I keep, I that keep meaning to get it. I know, but I keep meaning to get it. Um, uh, but yeah, they've been running, they they haven't been doing. I mean, they had Warcraft well, and Diablo. They got all the they got all the low hanging ago. fruit. But yeah, that's that's true. Like Diablo is a big thing, um, but it, it's uh, yeah. Anyway, point being though, like the guys who are masters of getting that old shit to run, right? I really would because they can't do games. There's a lot of games out there that they just don't have a license to distribute but the talents of these people could get them running really mint, right? Like to the condition, like uh, in our Klingon Academy room that we've got Klingon Academy, just amazing in there. Like I need to take another stab at that now that everybody seems to have that figured out. Um, mm. Klingon Academy should not, should never look that good. Well, we're, damn good. we're hoping that now that, uh, what was it? CBS and Viacom have put their differences aside and, merged yeah. all the Star Treks back together. We're really hoping 
that uh, maybe we'll start seeing more Star Trek games on GOG, like Klingon Academy, like yeah. Starfleet well, Command I'm, 2, you know. I'm looking at games that are like that that just are not licensable yet. Yet, you can go and get them because they're out there on the Abandonware sites and it's not a problem to get it. But right. like Longbow 2, right? Longbow 2, I, I put <sighs> hours. I put hours into that game, probably like four hours trying to get the thing to just come up to the menu. Nope. Couldn't do it. Nope. And and it's like nope. I'm reading all this stuff from people, and it's like, oh, yeah, I got it working on Windows 10 just great. And I try reproducing everything that they did, and I just can't, man. And it's probably because they were on like a different update of Windows. Than- the, one, the, one, the one I'm trying to do is EF2000. Uh, they've yeah, got that. Tough, dude. Oh God! Apparently, on Windows 10, they want you to like run a line Linux distro to install uh, it or something. Yeah. I'm like, oh Jesus, no! Oh no! Yeah, I don't yeah. want to do so, all that. So that so uh, this is the thing, right? Like, if I go to the abandonware site and I get the original installer, and then I'm trying to screw around with that, I'm reinventing the wheel because somebody has already got this thing working. So if they could just repackage their working version and put that on the abandonware site, right. uh, then we're done. I right? wish. So, yeah, and and it's it's just like okay. So if we could find people that had the talent of like the night dive guys or whatever uh, that would just teach like the master course, like you don't even have to do for the games. Like if they just like put up a YouTube series of. This is the tutorial of every game in this era that was like DirectX 5. Here's how to make every DirectX 5 game like 90% happy. And then you got to take it the last mile, right? Right. Those things. If that was out there and then people would actually get it working and then pack that up. Like here it is. It's fixed. And then put that up for the abandonware crowd. Holy crap, we would be doing a lot better than we are. So oh, wow. that's just my thought for the day. Like, if you uh, make it work, upload it somewhere. Yeah, I wish. Um, so that's what we're going to play in tomorrow. Oh, what are we playing Thursday? I think Thursday we're returning to um, Age of. Well, no, for the daily one, I think it's Age of Wonders Planetfall. Oh, and, then, and then at night we're doing Pulsar. Yeah. And then next week on the show. Uh, we're going to have a round table where we come up with topics for more shows because my brain is not working and I, uh, this is, this was the barest thread of a topic. So we are going to take ideas from like, just not only the four of us, but from you all as well, uh, for topics for future shows. And I've already got a couple guests in mind, so we'll probably get some guests soon too. But, uh, that's what we're going to be doing next week. We're going to have like a round table where, um, where we come up with topic ideas because coming up with a topic idea is hard. So if there are four of us pounding at it, maybe we'll come up with some good topics. Um, so folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, I'll be putting this and last week's MP3 up this week. I apologize for the lateness for that. And as always, thank you to our Patreon patrons for, uh, keeping the lights on around here. Um, you guys are wonderful and I love you. So thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.